Zombies can't swim, but they can't drown either. You better not fall into that pool. I mean it. You're listening to Podcast Detected. Now, run. Hi everyone and welcome to Podcast Detected. I'm Zalia. And this is... I'm Liz. Hi. So this week we're going to start off with a bit of fandom news. And then we're going to be looking at our topic for the week, which is tropes. Let's start off with some fandom news after our great drumroll thingy that we always use. So the first news topic that we have today is there was a big update for Android users. Android users can also enjoy the audio notifications for distance and time. So basically, while you run, if you switch that on, somebody will tell you, like, distance, one kilometer, time, six minutes, 15 seconds. So you know how far you've come. Do you use that? You, you have iOS, right? I have iOS. I've not used it yet, but I've been considering it because I'm like, you know, I, I think it could be a really great way. You, you have it on and you think, well, I can just make it this next couple of hundred meters to make it however many kilometers. Or I can just make it, you know, to another three minutes instead of having to stop and look at your phone. I, I used it, but I honestly, it stressed me a little bit because when I was running, I'm usually not t paying too much attention, like how far I go and how, how fast I am. Because I have good days and bad days. And so it kind of stresses me when I hear, you know, the voice says one kilometer. And I'm like, oh my God, it took me so long to get here. And then I get stressed. I wouldn't use it on my first playthrough of any mission. No, yeah. I, I'm focusing on the story. Um, but I think it, when I was rerunning and I'm focusing more on just like, you know, trying to hit a certain distance or, you know, just trying to mm. keep running as long as I can, that's when I'd probably use it. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. It's, it's great that the Android users have it now. Woo, congratulations, guys. <laughs> I, I don't use it, but I also switched off the, the pickup voice, the item pickup voice, because it's too distracting. I like the pickup voice when he completely mangles their deodorant. Yeah, it's like so important. I'm trying to focus on surviving here. Yeah. And picking up another sports bra and a bottle of whiskey when hey, you're in the middle of a terrifying run. Don't diss collecting sports bras. <laughs> okay, um, I have more news. Um, we are back from our first mid-summer, mid-season break. I think we will have two this time, two shorter yeah, breaks. There's going to be another one after Mission 40. So you can download new missions and you can download new radio mode. Yes, there's new radio mode and Mission 21 to 23 has come out. But I, have, I, I went for a run today and I did not get new radio transmissions. Instead, I got Janine's announcement about... I think yeah, if again. you kind of finished radio mode, yeah. it's just going to flip over to the start again. So, But to be fair, you do get the story of the Shippo again, which exactly. I think it's worth it. Exactly. 
Uh, and I, I quite like that they're doing it with shorter breaks this time, because if you remember last summer, uh, they had like a, a five or six week break. I like the, the shorter breaks because, you know, it gives you a bit of a breather to catch up um, if you're a bit behind. But, but it's not such a huge stretch yeah. of time where you're like waiting desperately. But we did not have time for the usual mid-season voice meme. Oh no, we didn't. That's true. No, I mean, we have to be prepared for that next time. So remind us. <laughs> okay, I'll try. Ah. And one more thing that we might want to talk about. Don't worry, there will be no spoilers for season three. So in season three, we have this new feature that we can make a decision on where to go and what to do in advance before a mission. So we had one of these missions and it was pretty interesting, right? Did you like yeah, it? Yeah, I, I think so. There'd been a lot of speculation and worry about how they were going to handle this. Yes. Because obviously, if you're in the middle of a run, you don't want to be stopping to choose, you know, to say, you know, you don't want to be stopping in the middle of a great run to press buttons on your phone to choose what was going on and you know speeding up and slowing down is not the most reliable way or going left and going right or going yeah, back <laughs> it's not the most so I, I think it what they did worked pretty well i i realized that before i went on my run i was standing there and i had to make the decision before i go and i was like Oh my god, I have no idea what to choose. I'm not used to making these decisions. <laughs> I know. I, I actually think that having it having you choose something right at the start before you know what it is you're choosing actually helped me because it felt less like I'm having to uh, choose on the fly from what I know. It was like, I don't know what's going to happen. It could be anything. I, I've been wondering... What happens if I make the wrong decision? I think, it, I don't know if they're going to put a wrong decision in. They did say that there's not going to be no decisions which can destroy your base. I don't think they could do one which would kill anyone important. Because then you would have, after that, every mission would be like, you'd have to have a split. Yeah, right. So I, they can't do and I don't think they can do anything that is going to hugely, drastically affect the ongoing storyline. Maybe it's just you get more rewards, like you get extra cool stuff if you choose the right thing, and you will lose stuff if you choose the wrong thing, or I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I think I think that might just be chance. Um, oh, okay. And maybe because I, I, I know there are sometimes when I pick up a ton of stuff, and sometimes when I so I oh. don't know. I think you'd have to speak to someone else who did the same path as you, or I have to rerun it and choose another path. Yeah. Oh, that's good. It makes me want to replay the game. <laughs> so, listeners out there, if you. Um, know what is happening when you pick another choice or if you know how it affects the game if you tried it out if you have rerun the missions already let us know because we really really want to know and now before we get to talk about our main topic today Devin is going to talk about zombie runs for a second 
Enjoy! Hey runners, Devin here. So you've completed a season, or you've beat your personal record on the 5k, or you've listened to every radio mode so many times you can recite it on cue, or you've only run a handful of missions and you are suddenly totally zombie-obsessed. Now what? For all you runner fives who've been looking for a fun run or a marathon, the next step might be going for a zombie run. Zombies run and zombie runs have a lot more in common than just their names, or give and take the location of the S. Zombie runs are obstacle courses or marathons in which the main goal isn't just to cross the finish line, but to cross the finish line without getting bitten. These races are popping up all over the world, including in European countries, Australia, etc. And, but the one I'm more familiar with is the zombie run that takes place in America and Canada. This obstacle course is roughly three miles long, and is filled with mud pits, mazes, bloody bits flying everywhere, and of course, zombies. There's another type of race called Black Ops, which is the same sort of obstacle course, but at night and with glow sticks lighting the way. You can choose to either be a human runner or a zombie, which is the cheaper option. It comes with a full zombie makeover. Afterwards, there's a huge party, and for the late night races, there's a campout. I personally have never done a zombie run, but I hope to sign up soon, at the encouragement of many friends who have loved it. Since these races are becoming more popular all over the world, it's a fun way to use all that knowledge Sam Yao has imparted to you in a practical sense. If you have any experience with zombie runs or any zombie-themed sport, drop us a line on our Tumblr, because we'd love to hear about them. So that's it for now. Stay safe out there, runners. Our topic for this week, well, for last week, but we kind of missed last week, uh, was tropes and idioms and also kind of cliches. Maybe not all of you know what a trope is, but we have a good definition for it. Yeah, I'm stealing this gratuitously off that time sink of a website, TV Tropes, um, which says, Tropes are devices and conventions that a writer can reasonably rely on as being present in the audience members' minds and expectations. They're not necessarily cliches. Uh, cliche is something that means dull, uninteresting, stereotyped. These are things that um, they happen a lot. Uh, so, uh, for example, if you're familiar with anime, the, the four-man band comes up quite a lot where you'll have certain character types. So you've got the, the jerk um, the flirt, the, the flirty guy, playboy character, the, the cute, sort of excitable young kid type character, and the miscellaneous. I mean, tropes necessarily, they are not bad. Tropes help us. And, and it, it's interesting because we have a certain image in our heads what a story is supposed to be like and what a character is supposed to look like or what a group of characters is supposed to look like. And uh, these are basically tropes. These are, are combinations that have worked. Yeah, they show up because they they work uh, generally and some things pull them off better than others. Sometimes they are subverted. Uh, I think a good example would be um, if you've ever seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, yes, I the have. The first scene of Buffy the Vampire Slayer is a, it's a typical horror movie setup. You have the sort of slightly intimidating guy and the cute little blonde innocent girl 
going into breaking into a dark school in the middle of the night. <laughs> and what 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 do the tropes say? What would you expect to happen in anything? Yeah, either there's a monster coming to get them, or I don't know, the or, guy oh, kills the, guy the girl. Is the monster. Yeah. And instead, the the cute blonde girl turns out to be a vampire. I'm sorry if I've spoiled it for anyone, but it is the very first scene of the very first episode that came out like 15 years ago. We talk about tropes and zombies run today. Um, Zalia, you brought a trope that you wanted to talk about, right? Yeah, so this has mild spoilers for Season 3, Mission 9. I'm not going to talk in huge detail about the mission or the plot, but if you don't want to hear anything, you might want to tune out for a minute or two. Okay, so in Season 3, Mission 9, um, Paula and Louise uh, meet and speak for the first time in the game. So as we know, Paula is Maxine's girlfriend and Louise was Maxine's first love. Basically, they went out. Louise is the one who made Maxine realize that she was a lesbian. Uh... So, and Paula and Louise meet. And I thought I was really, really wary about this mission because it, it's the trope. I'm so used to there being some kind of love triangle involved. Ooh. I'm so used to women being pitted against each other. You know, if, if I'd be in anything... So I was kind of expecting them to hate each other and to clash and for some kind of uh, love triangle, them fighting for Maxine's affections to be brought up. It's just so ingrained in culture that this is how things work. And this proved to be a pretty wonderful subversion of this trope. It was, yeah. Uh, in that they talk to each other, you know, they're a bit wary of each other, but they actually bring it straight out in the open. And it was just such a wonderful moment of these two women being respectful of each other, having a frank and honest discussion instead of what you so often see, which is backstabbing and pettiness. Which, you know, it's damaging in its own. And it was just such a beautiful moment. I nearly cried of how, because of how perfect I found that moment. I hadn't realised how much I'd been expecting this trope until it didn't happen, until it was subverted. I have one trope that I want to talk about because, I, like I said, usually Zombies Run is good at that stuff, but there was one mission in Season 2, and um, it, it won't be spoilery, don't worry. There is this one trope that I, I hate so much, and it's the sick kid with asthma needs an inhaler plot. Yeah. What, what bothers me is that it's just lazy writing because you realize it's not about the kid. It's not about the asthma. It's basically that you need the characters to make a decision that they normally wouldn't make because they're in a hurry. And in the Zombies Run case, they take, instead of the safer route back, they have to take a shortcut, which leads them through a zoo. Yeah. And there are tigers or lions, lions. lions, and I'm not saying anymore, but you can clearly see that they they wanted to have the plot with the lions and they didn't know how to make the characters choose that way because nobody would volunteer to go through a cage full of lions. And so they have the kid with the asthma. Yeah, and it's, 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 in the end, in the end it 
okay, in the end, it turns out there is a bit more to the whole asthma inhaler thing. But nevertheless, I really, really hate that trope and I was so furious. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm not very fond of the, the children in peril that came up quite a few times in season two. Yes, and I'm it, so glad that they don't seem to do that anymore. Yeah, they, they seem to have laid off for season three, which is, is good because it just feels like... It, it feels like a cheap way of getting mm. people to, um, of creating like angst and worry. It's like the the shoot the dog trope. And you should you should care for these kids, right? Because they they yeah. should I don't know like trigger some kind of parental instinct. And I've seen I've seen this in in other games. I've seen this in Persona Four, for example, where the kid gets kidnapped, and you're like. You really want to save that kid because you care for it. It can work. It in can work. Thought, I think it worked because you had spent so long exactly. building a relationship with her. And I can't for the life of me remember her name. Nanako. In Zombies Run, because you spend very little time with um, Karina and Jasper, the kids, it's, you know, it, it doesn't feel like you have yeah. any connection with them. By the way, spoilers for Persona 4. <laughs> we should have said that earlier, but I don't know. It came out. Of... put mild spoilers for Persona 4 in the warnings. Yeah. There's one other trope that belongs in the same group, and that's a pregnant woman going into labor. Yes. We did not have that one, so we kudos. We have had that one, thankfully. Yeah. And one last thing that um, came to my mind when I thought about tropes generally is that Zombies Run is really genre savvy. The characters know that they are inside a zombie apocalypse game. Yeah, I I really like it. There are different ways of handling it. I think, um, so in The Walking Dead, uh, for example, I think zombies are not really a culture thing. I think that's how The, the Walking Dead handles it. Um, like, you know, they don't have the films and stories. Mm. Zombies Run goes the complete opposite. They actually, you know, they know that it's a zombie apocalypse. They reference zombie tropes. They reference... You have Jack and Eugene cursing George Romero. I, I hate it if in movies or any kind of zombie franchise, the people always behave so stupidly. And I'm like, have you never seen a zombie movie in your life? There's always the one person that clearly tries to hide a zombie bite, right? Uh, everybody believes these people and they're usually behaving so obvious that they're bitten by a zombie and everybody's like, oh yeah, no, you said you were not bitten. I, I believe you. And Whereas in, in Zombies Run you have the... Uh, oh, you are, you've been... Zone. Yes. Oh, you might have been bitten. You're going to quarantine. If you start to turn, we will shoot a bullet through your head. Yeah. I'm tired of zombie movies that don't acknowledge that zombies exist. Yeah. Like World War Z. Yeah. Yeah, like World War Z, where we also had the kid with asthma. God, I hated that movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I'm actually terrified of zombies. What? I, I, um, a friend of mine did once have to spend a good couple of hours convincing me it was safe to leave the house after I had a zombie nightmare. So how do you deal with zombies in Zombies Run? I can't see them. Are it's, there any more tropes? 
Um, there are tons of them. I will say, if you want an example of more tropes, you can go to the TV Tropes page and search for Zombies Run, and they have the main page and a page just for the characters, and you can edit it, because I think it's a bit out of date, and it's I don't know enough to want to update so it. so out of date. It's, it's, it's sad, actually. It is. I mean, I've, I've done a few things. Um, they're pretty good with most spoilers being blanked, but don't count on it. But, but that's always, that's always a danger. <laughs> if you go on the internet, you get spoiled. Now people got, we spoiled people for the ending of Persona 4, so. By the way, the kid dies. No, no, she no. doesn't, she doesn't. She's now fine. you just spoiled it again. No, I didn't. Oh my god. But maybe maybe she dies. If you make the wrong decisions, she dies. <laughs> and that was me and Zalia talking about trips and idioms. If you have something to add, let us know. And now it's time for the Choose Your Own Adventure. You tell Runner 3 and Runner 8 about your mission for Mixine. It is a rather dangerous area after all, and you know that 3 and 8 prove to be reliable allies in any kind of risky situations. Sarah just nods. You need backup, 5. We will come with you. But we need an alternate route since we cannot pass the supermarket again. Simon and we already got jumped once. It's too dangerous there. You hear Maxine's voice in your ear, telling you about a different way to get to the pharmacy. I will try to... <coughs> We will try to find some cameras in the area to make sure there are no more zombie surprises waiting for you. You can hear her discussing things with Sam in the background and decide to focus on running instead of listening to them bickering about technical stuff. So, pharmacy, Simon says while the three of you make your way down the road. A pharmacy full of supplies nobody dared to collect yet, huh? And nobody knows why. Runner 8 glances at him. I'm sure there's a reasonable explanation for that. You're not frightened, 3, are you? He shrugs. This fishy. That's all I'm saying. We, sh we should be careful. You couldn't agree more, and you pay extra attention when the three of you change directions according to Maxine's instructions. Runner 5, we have one camera next to the church you see on your left. There seem to be few zombies ahead of you. Not many, but better avoid them. They have not seen you yet. Leave the forest and head east. It will be yet another detour, and you will be out of camera range again, but it's better than risking an open fight. You pass the information to runner 3 and runner 8, then the three of you speed up, leave the forest and head east. A few minutes later you can see the shape of a farmhouse. It seems empty, but something about its surroundings strikes you as odd. Just circle around that farmhouse, then you should be fine. As you get closer, the nagging feeling that something about this place is strange, straight out wrong, gets stronger and stronger. Five bad news. A pack of zombies you wanted to avoid somehow noticed you. They're following you. You look at your fellow runners. Sarah frowns. What is this over there? Around the farmhouse, do you see that? The grass is too high. Runner 3 says. And you realize that he's right, it is too high. And now that you get closer, you can see it. About two meters high, even taller than Simon is. This is way too tall for grass. That's because it's not grass. Runner 8 sounds as surprised as you are. It's corn. The three of you stop. 
just a few feet in front of the first line of corn, staring. Runner, it is right, it is corn, fully grown actual corn. And now that you're so close, you can't even see the farmhouse anymore. Though it should only be a couple of hundred meters away, right? That's impossible. You hear Maxine through a lot of interference. We have no information about anybody doing any farm work out here. For a few moments, she seems lost for words. Then there is a voice in the background and she clears her throat. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I will tell Janine about this. I'm sure she will be interested in it. But for now, we need to do something about that zombie still getting closer and closer to us and following you. Simon swears when you tell your fellow runners about it. So it's a creepy cornfield in front of us and zombies behind us. I say we run along the edge of the field and try to outrun them and hide. We won't have much of a chance, I'm afraid. Sarah turns around facing the pack of zombies that's getting closer. About a dozen, maybe more. It's hard to tell because not all of them still have their limbs. She grabs her baseball bat. We should find them, it's our best chance. The farm horse is only a few hundred meters from where you are. The interference is getting stronger and it's difficult to understand Maxine now. And I didn't see any crawlers in the cornfield. If you sprint you can make it to the house. The corn will most likely slow the zombies down. So listeners, now it's up to you. What are you going to do? Are you A. going to follow Simon's plan to try and outrun the zombies and hide? Are you B. following Sarah's plan to try and fight the zombies? Or are you C. following Maxine's plan and try to make your way through the cornfield to the farmhouse? Send us your decisions. Okay, so looking to our next podcast, um, our theme for that week is going to be the women of Zombies Run. Woohoo! Girl power! So tell us all about your thoughts about um, Janine, uh, Maxine, Nadia, uh, the Major, any of the other female characters you can think of. We'd love to hear what you think about their portrayals. Yeah, feel free to let us know. You can send us, as always, an email or a message and you will find all our contact detail on our blog. So uh, thanks for listening and... We will be back in two weeks. So stay safe out there, guys. Stay safe. Podcast Detected is a non-profit project brought to you by way too many people in a com shack. Zombies Run belongs to Six to Start. Music is Rich Groove by Jason Kessler. Questions? Want to submit a story or need more information? You'll find us on Tumblr or Twitter at Podcast Detected or email us at way too many people in a comshack at gmail.com. No runners were harmed during the making of this episode.